on oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just, I, look what I did. It is a good idea. Split screen action. And then I can just look at you. It's a great face to look at. <laughs> This is the Drop Podcast. We talk golfing in the Garden State. I'm Mike Poro, and this is Ryan Coulot. Hey, guys. Before we get started, want to let you know where you can find us. Uh, we're on Instagram and Twitter. Both handles are the same, at the Drop underscore pod. We're on YouTube at the Drop Golf Podcast. Uh, like and subscribe. Give a listen. Uh, you can also listen on Spotify, Google Pods, iHeartRadio. And Castbox, all of those are going to be the Drop Golf Podcast. Let's get after it, bro. All right. Let's get so, first thing we want to talk about: we dropped episode one last week. A lot of great feedback. Love all your positive comments, constructive criticisms. Uh, overwhelmingly, we understand that our our volume and mic situation was was hot garbage. First. Sorry about that. Second, we're new at this. So uh, we're still getting going. You know, we're just two guys using our computers. Uh, so it, it's going to take a little bit. Hopefully this week is better. I We both have mics. So that's a positive. Uh, so let's see where, where it goes. Yeah, just to kind of back that up a little bit, I, I think the response has been unbelievable. I think the idea when we got this going was it was going to be something as a hobby for us to, to kind of just, you know, bounce some ideas off, talk New Jersey golf. And, and it's been unbelievable. And in just a, and just over basically now seven days, you know, having over a hundred followers already on Instagram, um, Twitter has been pretty solid. The response on Spotify has been unreal. So I, you know, we can't thank you guys enough. We weren't really sure where this was going to go. And in seven days to be where we are is, is kind of like a grand slam. So, um, everybody that's reached out and, and has commented positive, even the constructive stuff. Listen, there's no doubt our mics were bad last week, and we said from the beginning it would be a little bit of a bumpy road as we got going. But just like anything, we got to find ways to improve. And now that we got two mics, um, we're excited to get this thing going. So I appreciate everybody reaching out, touching, touching base, and, and seeing how things are going, and, and all the feedback so far. Right. I think we. I mean, technically, we got three mics on right now. Yeah, that's a dad Da-da. joke. Da-da. Yeah, dad joke. <laughs> some some uh, people, some people might just click off after here. Now. <laughs> uh, something else from uh, from episode one we we got some uh, we got some some breaking news. There are two hundred and eighty seven public or semi private golf courses in New Jersey. Um, uh, a friend of mine reached out to me. He he works in the golf industry. He's able to look up all that kind of stuff. And I just, I randomly, I was sitting on the couch. I got a text and it just said 287. And I was like, what, what is that? And he said, public semi-private golf courses in New Jersey. So, I mean, really we were, we I, like, Close. that's, that's I mean, pretty, I mean, that, I, I, you, like, that's not just ballpark. Like we're on the field. Yeah. I mean, listen, call that said, outfield, but we're not, between. That's, Two two hundred and two twenty five. So I mean, you know, we were in the same area. Code, yeah, for sure. So I think before we start getting into all our topics that we have today, um, I do want to let everybody know that the goal is to get these podcasts, 
you know, weekly out every Wednesday. Um, because I think that seems to be the best thing for every, for us. And, and, you know, clearly we're just a two man show here. So everything that we do is strictly coming from us. So those will be coming out every Wednesday. And I do want to let everybody know, like, since the response has been unreal, um, we're working on a ton of different guests coming on, um, the, you know, reached out to a couple of people and everybody's been open and willing. So we're excited to, to get all that going. So, um, I just wanted to keep everybody in the loop in that respect to, to all the good things going on behind the scenes, even though it's just the two of us trying to figure this puzzle out. So that, that's a little bit on, on that side there. So, right. If you want to, you know, start talking about some things where we want to go first and, and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, again, something else that we have kind of talked about, like Mike and I have, have kind of gone back and forth with is, uh, is who we are. And again, you know, something we might've missed, maybe we should have opened with that in episode one, but let's, uh, let's go into who we are. I mean, you know, we've said our names now a whole bunch of times. If you're following on social, you, you, you know, who we are on, a, you know, as far as our, our handles, but who are we? Um, I'm Ryan Kulat. Uh, I'm a teacher. I coach uh, as my as my full time job. My golfing background is is uh, you know starts. Um, I dabbled a little when I was like ten. You know, dad got me a lesson here or whatever. You know, kind of knocking it around. And then I was pretty big into basketball. Um, you know, high school basketball, AAU circuit. So kind of got away from it, but. Um, you know, fast forward to senior year, I know where I'm going to college. I'm going to go play hoops in college and, and uh, no AAU in the spring. So I've got to figure out what to do with my time. So I was like, you know what, let me let me pick up golf. Um, and it's actually really funny. I had uh, there was there was two guys who were actual golfers on the team uh, and the rest of us, uh, a bunch of guys were in the same boat. I was one played football at West Point. Another played football at Monmouth. Another played football at Franklin and Marshall. Um, you know, I played hoops in college. Uh, another, and then a few other guys like could have played, but uh, one guy went to University of Florida. You know, he, he certainly could have played uh, football if he decided to go, you know, a Division three route. But um, but that's kind of where I got my first official golf start uh, going on there. Were you a three sport guy in high school? Uh. I, I mean, I was because I played football, basketball, and then golf. But it's not all—it's not all together. Um, it, it takes a little bit to, uh, you know, it's like football junior year, uh, golf senior year. Played baseball freshman year, so kind of. I got a funny story though. So when I when I was I didn't start playing golf until I was in eighth grade, and growing up, one of the rules in my house was. Either play three sports and get A's and B's, or you don't play a sport and you get straight A's. So I knew that I was never going to get straight A's. I was a good student, but not getting straight A's. So I, I was in a baseball all-star game my eighth grade year, and I got plucked in the back. Never really liked baseball, but I could field. And I got plucked in the back, told my dad never playing baseball again. I said, you better find something else. And I picked up golf since when I got into eighth grade and started playing. And really, from eighth grade on, best decision I ever made. So anybody out there that's listening, 
you have a choice to pick, you're 38 years old like I am, and you have a choice between baseball and golf, I promise you, in 15, 20, 25 years, you'll say, dude, that guy was right when he said play golf over any other sport that you could possibly be playing. I mean, it's true what they say about it being a lifelong sport. I mean, it, you might, you know, nobody's playing uh, competitive football after the age of, you know, even if you're lucky enough to go to college and play, you're not playing after 22. Uh, no, you know, Unless you're in the NFL. Right, and, and that's that's 1% of, of exception yeah. Um, same thing with basketball. Like, okay, you got men's leagues, but eventually, you know, you're going to do that till you're – 45, 50, and then that's going to, you know, dry up. Golf, you're playing for the rest of your life. And and the great thing about golf, and I always say this, you can compete and and play with anybody. Like, in theory, I could play against Tiger Woods. Tiger's a, a plus 10 handicap. I'm a 12 handicap. We can we can play against each other and, in theory, have a competitive match. And like, no shot, no shot. He smokes you. Oh, he. Oh, no, no, no. You might not even make it to the back. Well, you'd make it to the back, but you'd play the tenth hole and who be over. But anyway, but I'm I not... get what you're, your point is a hundred percent accurate. That with the <laughs> handicap system, anybody and always you can compete with somebody. A hundred percent, and and you got different tee boxes for that reason, and there's all kinds of like, for sure. Like that's in again in theory. I do wanna, I do wanna point this out. I am not beating a pro, even with a handicap. I get that. There's no, there's no shot whatsoever. Well, but again, the theory. Never say is never. There. Never say never. But Tiger, Tiger's Tiger. No, I, I know he is. But I'm just, I'm just saying. I like the idea of the handicap system and the uh, tee box length is to make it even so that somebody who's a stud can be competitive against somebody who's not. A stud can be competitive with a dud. Other way around. A dud can be competitive with a stud. There you go. <laughs> and that's kind of my, you know, kind of my story there. I'm a 12 handicap, so I'm not, you know, I can, I've only broken 80 five times. Um, you know, so, I, yeah, I can go through rounds where I can string it together, and then I can go triple, double, triple, which... That's a nice week if you got a couple, you know, stringing together a couple basketball games, but that's not any good on the golf course. So uh, it's a little inconsistent in in that regard, and you know, it's it's uh, hopefully this will this will force me to get better, which would be nice. But um, but yeah, again, I'm like I'm just an average guy, passionate golfer, um, like to get out there, like to play, and and uh, you know, yuck it up with the guys on the course. That that's kind of my kind of where I'm coming from. So, Mike, tell us something about you. Yeah, I think, you know, I think to Rye's point, you know, I think we were a little excited last week to, to jump into this thing. And then, um, you know, getting the feedback from you guys in terms of, well, who are you? You know, what do you guys do? Um, what are some of your passions? So I, I didn't think we'd get those types of questions, but we did. You know, so, you know, like Ryan, I'm in education. I'm a gym teacher. I'm a coach. I'm a golf fiend. Love golf. Um, I was fortunate to play collegiate golf. Um, I had a pretty successful background in, in terms of playing both in high school, where I won a few tournaments. Um, then I played collegiately, and I was luckily enough, lucky enough to win one college tournament as well. 
And as I've gotten older, I've, you know, I kind of strayed a little bit from playing as much golf, you know, with a family, two kids. You know, I think the everyday person can understand how busy life can be. And now that the kids have gotten older, I've been able to get out a lot more and, and I've become a little more competitive. Um, I carry an index of 1.2 right now. You know, this past summer, I did qualify for the New Jersey State Open at the Ridge at Backbrook. So I do have a little bit of a background in terms of being competitive. Um, I think for anybody that knows me, knows that I'm a super competitive person, regardless of what we're doing. I don't care if we're eating pizza or playing golf. Like, I'm going to find a way to, to win, whether that's eating more than you or beating you. Um, that's ultimately what, you know, things that, that drive me. So I, I didn't think anybody truly would care who we were as far as our backgrounds, but I am a gym teacher who loves to play golf. So, you know, those are two things that, you know, are, are who I am that makes up who I am. Um, and it's, it's kind of what we do. So we're, we're excited to get this going. Um, but that gives you a little bit of a background of myself. So, you know, I think to, to, again, to our thankfulness, really people reaching out saying they'd like to see more things and, and different types of videos you know, Ryan and I have, have tossed around ideas, and I think we got some good things coming in the next, you know, few weeks. You know, we did drop the first one where it was like Mike versus or Ryan versus to where, you know, the idea is when we're out there playing is is us versus the hole. Find a challenging hole that we're playing at that course that we're at that day and go all the way towards ball and hole and see how it's like and see how hard it actually is to putt that three-footer that most of us sometimes just hit back to our buddy with a camera on. Um, so we're going to have a lot different content with that. You know, and I also think that one of the things that we came up with was, I know we all want to get better in golf and it's hard. And, and, and sometimes we don't all have this, the resources to be at a, a golf course and do things. So we're going to come up with different segments and, and different areas where we call this the, the weekly work where we provide different drills, um, different things that we're working on in our game that we see that are struggling. So whether it's, you know, putting, chipping, hitting balls off, off, you know, at the range, whatever the case is, um, just giving the, the, the everyday guy an idea as to what we're trying to do behind the scenes and maybe how we prepare to play. Um, so there's different things that we'll be, you know, releasing in the coming days and the coming weeks that I think a lot of people will enjoy. So that's a, just another reason, you know, as Ryan mentioned at the top to, to follow Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, you know, drawing a, our YouTube channel, because that's where everything's going to be. And, and I think that's the best way for us to deliver the content. And, and like he said, we're, we're obviously, you know, new at this, so it, it'll be a little rough around the edges, but we'll get there and that content is, is coming. So um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to add on that, right? Or, or that kind of just. Uh, I would say, we, I mean, we got a ton of ideas and again, you know, it's, it's, um, new and and up and you know recently up and running so it might take us uh weeks months you know the the winter is coming so you know we might be it might not drop till next summer where we have you know some time to do some of the things but we do have a ton of ideas that we want uh to put out there um I would I would throw it out like this if there's something you guys you know something that's creative that you like uh, or have an idea for, or want to like, hey, maybe this is something. DM us, email us, you know, chat us up, let us know if there's something that like 
you know, you got an idea for that we can that we can run with. That's certainly, you know, we're we're definitely open to that. Yeah, and just to finalize and wrap this this up on the content areas, you know, we're both very big on communication. So uh, I promise you that if you DM'd us or emailed us, you're going to get a response and, and probably rather quickly, probably quicker than you think. Um, so just just know that if you put something out there, good, bad, or indifferent, um, you know, we're we're more than happy to take it. No doubt, no doubt for sure. All right, so let's uh, let's change gears here, get into some of the stuff from you know hit our hit our list here. So within the past week, I uh, I tweaked my back a little bit, so I didn't want to. I you know I wanted to spend the week loosening it up. I've been stretching a lot, trying to you know it, it's uh, it's not painful, but it's just tight. So I, I didn't go play today. Uh, but Mike went down to uh, Blue Heron Pines, a course I don't think you've ever been to. I think you've mentioned that. Um, it's also a course I hadn't been to, so I was pissed that I couldn't get there. He he went and uh, is going to give us a little recap. So Mike, tell us, uh, tell us <clears throat> like again. I like I like the first time, uh, especially with it being fresh. You know, you, you played it just you got off the course less than twelve hours ago. So tell us. Uh, Shoot, you even teed off less than 12 hours ago. So tell us, you know, recap it for us. How'd it go? So, you know, obviously heading down there, I, I never knew what to or didn't know what to expect. Um, obviously, you hear all the good things about that place. It's a Ron Jaworski course. And I know he's got probably six or seven in his little little area, some in New Jersey, some in Pennsylvania. So when he got there, obviously, we, you know, my buddy and I that, we had a 7.21 tee time, and we get there around 6.30, and it's pitch dark. Nobody's there, um, which was, you know, kind of funny, but, you know, we're pulling in, and not a soul's there. At that time, they were still cutting the putting green. But being the golf freak that I am, I decided just to roam around a little bit and just look around. And obviously, as the sun's coming up, you get to see a little more, and I'll tell you what, that place, obviously, you know why it gets the rave reviews that it does. Full-on driving range, pure. Um a full chipping area, a full two putting greens, and a clubhouse that was perfect. A beautiful restaurant inside. The amenities inside, in terms of a locker room area for both male and female, beautiful. Um, the yeah. greens, the greens were exceptional. So, I mean, putting on the putting green, I said to my buddy, I said, I hope it's as nice as what I'm seeing right now. Pace of play, granted. I can't lie, we were like the second or third group off, so it was, we never waited on one shot. We moved. Carts were allowed to go in the fairways, so it wasn't like cart path only where you're stuck into a certain spot. Um, you know, my buddy and I, we played the blue tees, which was 6,600 yards. It, it tipped out at just over 68, so there really wasn't much difference in terms of the blacks and the blues yardage-wise. Um, but it was beautiful. It was beautiful, and, and I, I wouldn't say that I, I hit it particularly well. I scored well, and I made some putts, I guess, in a sense, when I needed to. Um, I, I did shoot 38 on the front, four, paw, four bogeys and two birdies. And on the back nine, I did shoot even par, two birdies, two bogeys, and, and five pars. So I finished with 74. So, I mean, and, and again, for us, and one of the things I think that the audience needs to know is for us, it's it's ball and hole. Like we, we are 
avid golfers and we kind of take pride in putting the ball in the hole, not banging back six footers for par. So, uh, so the audience understands it's not something that, you know, Oh, it's a, it's a paper 75. No, it's, it's putting the ball in the hole and any pine, you know, someone's trying to hit it back. It's like, no, 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 because my buddy and I were teamed up with two guys. And I'll tell you what, they were awesome guys, two totally cool dudes. Didn't mind us videoing things while we're out there, taking pictures while we're out there. Um, they even told me they, they would follow and subscribe, which they did, which was an awesome thing. So they, they were cool with everything. It, it, they tried hitting a couple putts back to us very, very from the beginning. We had to stop them like, no, 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 no. We, we got to put this ball in the hole. So it, it was a great day. When I got done, I just, just started going around walking, just taking pictures, looking at things. And listen, again, I, I, price wise, it was a hundred dollars. To me, I, I think that's what golf costs these days. If you want to play golf early in the morning on a weekend with a cart, that that's probably what it costs. You can easily find places that are cheaper, but obviously sometimes with when it's a lesser price, you're going to sacrifice quality. And sometimes that's okay because that's what you're in the mood for at that moment. But when you're trying to play places that you've never played and sometimes you know their reviews are very good, you're going to pay three digits and and that's kind of what we did today but if if that was to scare anybody away i'd say listen the the things that you could do there the practice you could get before you're around it's well well worth the price of admission yeah you 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 pay for what you get sometimes and and like like you said golf has gotten uh you know looking back i don't know exactly when it started but it's definitely at least since the pandemic like it Golf's expensive now, and and I think it always was, but it, it's just it seems to be getting more and more for places. And again, like if, if if you know banging it around somewhere, like if you want to play in a morning, but you don't care about the the amenities or how the course is, then sure you can find a course that's that's going to be you know again on a, a weekend morning, it's still going to be sixty dollars. So. At some point, that that's going to outweigh it. Where that extra forty dollars that you're going to pay is going to is going to be like it. That was worth it to Mike. That would be worth it to me. But at some point, it might not be worth it to you. Like maybe if it was one fifty. All right. So paying you know sixty dollars to one fifty, that might not be worth it to you. Got it. But at some point, you you gotta you gotta find that. Um, yeah, the happy middle ground. Yeah, happy, happy medium yeah. for sure. No doubt, and and I think that's that that again, like we said last week, kind of ties into the theme here. Is like we're golfing in the Garden State. You know, we want to go up, down, east, west, all over. We can. So that that's the objective here. Let's go find somewhere we haven't played. Let's you know dip our toes in the water. Let's see what it's like. And like I said last week, it's not going. We're not going to agree on every place. There's, I'm sure people will say the pace of play at Blue Heron is not good. Well, I, my experience was at 721 on a Sunday morning. It was flawless, mm-hmm. flawless. Um, so I, I get it. We're all going to differ in that respect. But as we travel and as we roam this this perfect state, we got to find spots. And we're trying to find new and, and different, unique. And, and we and I thought I found one today. Yeah. And, and it may not be unique to some people. People may be like, oh, that's, that's, a, that's a common one, common one. Not to us. Yeah, and, and like I said, I've never played it. So, like, and Mike, this is like just pinballing here. Is this something that, like, <laughs> I proposed going to play a course to Mike earlier this week, and he, 
in in a maniac fashion said no to it even though he's never played the course because I played the course eight years ago. So he's like adamant about, no, we're both going. So now I'm going to ask you, if you've played it in the morning, what if, and I've never played it, and I want to go play it. So when I go down to play it, are you not coming with me? I am not coming with you. I'm going somewhere else. (laughs) I still, I cannot wrap my mind around this logic. What if it was an afternoon? You got it in the morning. What if we saw what it was like in the afternoon? We can get a better idea now. We saw it early. We see it late. How does it? How does it? Uh, how does that fall into into place? Great idea. You go. You tell us about the afternoon. I will go somewhere else and tell us about the <laughs> afternoon, so we can talk about two places. Now, if you want to go somewhere where neither one of us have played, by all means. Let's go get it done. Okay. Um, but I, but my logic, I guess, ends up being is if you're telling me there's 287 places that I need to find a way to play, clearly I'm not getting it done in one year. And I know the comment from my dad is like, well, I play 150 rounds in a year. Well, I, I don't have that life, so I can't play that many rounds in a year. So if I can get 40 in in a year, well, let me go find – Obviously, it's not going to be 40 different ones, but if I can go find 25 brand new ones, Mm -hmm. I got to be chipping away at that number. So I don't want to waste, and it's probably not waste because if it's a great course, why wouldn't you want to go back and play it again? Which I get, that's where you're coming from. But for me, it's like checklist. Let's check the box and let's go find somewhere else. Now, once I hit 287, if you want to go back to Blue Heron Pines and play again, I am all in. Yeah, so I guess it goes back to what I just said is if. Once we get 287, all those boxes checked, if you want to come back and play Blue Heron Pines and you invite me to go play in an afternoon, I will gladly go down and play Blue Heron Pines to you again. Okay. Now, Blue Heron Pines invites us to come down. All in. Okay. I would never t- – listen, I, and, I, and I'll put that out there for anybody, <laughs> even a private course. I don't, I don't care if it's private, semi-private, public. If they would love – if they would want us to come out. Interview somebody there. I don't care if it's the superintendent. I don't care if it's the course pro. I don't care if it's the head of maintenance. I don't care if it's the head of outside operations. And you want us to come play the golf course and talk about the, the golf course next next week on the podcast. I am all for the invites. And and quite frankly, that has happened already to us. People are reaching out saying, hey, listen, we'd love for you to come. Take a look at our course. Talk with me on this in this job title. So it's amazing that that type of door is already being opened. Mm-hmm. So I'll throw it out there again. If there's somebody else, now I get it, winter's coming. But knowing how we are, if we can find time in the schedule, probably going to happen. For sure, for sure. So that leads me to two things. First, Blue Heron Pines, you're welcome to invite us. Mike will come again. (laughs) No doubt. Uh, But yeah, I actually... Great golf course, great facility, great people. I I can't find a single thing bad to say. Or even nitpick. And if, if someone maybe wants to nitpick because the price was $100, okay, I get it. We're all in different financial situations. Mm-hmm. Totally respect that. Totally understand it. So if you're saying that's too much, I get it. I get that. So that that may be the only thing that maybe somebody could say something that it's a little too high on that. But nothing about the golf course, nothing about the facilities, nothing about the pro shop, clubhouse, the restaurant, nothing. So what does it cost? Did you see what it costs? Um 
not on on a weekday morning? Like, what if you wanted to play on a um, like sorry, if you not a weekend play, morning? If what if you wanted to play? Want to play a weekend afternoon? I think I saw it was like forty nine dollars. If you want to play like a three o'clock on a Saturday, and and I'll tell you the one nice thing that Blue Heron Pines does, and I don't know how many places do this, is they do what is called dynamic pricing. So more or less, if they they can alter the price the day of the a day before if they're trying to get rid of a tea time or they want to maybe entice someone to come take the 12 o'clock they can't which i think is really a really really innovative idea that you're not just stuck on oh this is a hundred dollars because you're playing at this time no we're trying to get people on the golf course and if we can have let's say like a, a pop-up sale I think, I think it's innovative i think it's creative i think it's a great great idea yeah, I've seen I've seen a few places do that, and I know that I know that all the Jaworski courses do that. Um, I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm getting screwed there in like the back. Like if I book my time and then it goes lower, it's like ah, oh, I lost. Like I could have waited, and but it, I do it. I I like. Yeah, but it could be it, like could be it could be flipped where now maybe they are trying it. Uh, a lot of people want that time, so they raise the price. That 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 type of thing can go either way. Right. I do like. Uh, it, it does seem like they do have again Saturday Sunday morning, hundred bucks. I, I think that that's. I like. I think that's just what you're going to pay at a at a course that has any kind of like that's that that holds itself in any kind of regard. I think that that's what it's going to pay. I do like like you're saying 50 bucks for a Saturday afternoon. I think that that's like it seems like it's reasonable in that way too. So like it's not like it's always pricing itself out. If you want like if you want to go there and 50 bucks for a, you know round with a card is your limit then you can then still here, do it. Then here's your option. Yeah, then then you can still got you still got days and times that you can go. Yeah. So. so I mean if you're asking me as a recap on that place, beautiful. Not not a bad thing to say. I like it. Uh, I think that kind of leads us into what we kind of have been going back and forth with a little bit. And we've talked about, like like you've said, beautiful. You liked uh, Scotland Run. You said beautiful. Played in different conditions. Um, but I, I think ultimately this comes down to we need a, a rating system here. And I, I think we have a um, – we got two guys that have that – have, Played enough golf and, and should know some things. So, like, let's let's start it this way. Uh, I started putting together a list of like categories and what you're looking for in a golf course. I'm gonna I'm gonna read them off. You tell me if you want to add any or combine any. All right. So far, I got playability. Let me hold on. Do you want the category and like? just some notes that I've taken within the category or do you just want the category right now? Just like, the category. Okay. I got playability, pace of play, practice facilities. I got the P's out of the way right away. Uh, halfway house, clubhouse slash 19th hole, pro shop, cost, golf carts. No, take it out. Take out the golf carts. I, I'll be dead honest with you. Those t- was a seven. I think you just said those seven. You just said I can't. I, I don't even know where you're going to an eighth one because I think that those seven are perfect. Okay. Do you have more? 
I do. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. What's, what else you got? Okay, I got golf course. I took. I'd combine that with just like somewhere else along all the things that we've talked about between the playability. Um, so, so this is good. So I have, um, I like I have. I think golf course is different than playability because for me, playability is like how easy is it to get on and access and like. Okay. And, then I misunderstood that word. Okay, then then you could put that in there. Okay, but don't then, you, Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I think I think then like it's a different definition for the golf course. Like it's playable, not playability. So like, like how so you're talking in reference to how easily and accessible it is for someone like me to get on. Uh, not only that, but I also like like I have a a good buddy who he's got a son who's getting into golf. Uh, he's nine or ten. Um, and this probably goes back even to last year, but there's some courses that, so he's, he's, he's got a couple golf clubs, but he's nowhere near like a golfer, but he likes driving in the golf cart with his dad while his dad plays and hitting a few shots. And there's some places that have no problem with him bringing his son in and, Letting them like it's like five bucks for like a rider fee, and he's got he's got his clubs hooked into the bag as well. He's got you know a little bag, but you know he's got like five six clubs, um, and it's it's mostly just like him putting when he when they go on, like they just not holding anybody up. Um, he's he's always going at like like they go at like dusk, so nobody's not holding anybody up behind him. But that's something I put in there is like is some is some course gonna bust his chops for having him ride along or... it's funny it's funny you say that because that is exactly what i do with both my daughters on friday afternoon and did they like what did they charge you for the riders and see like to nothing. me that... nothing they said the one nice thing i'll be honest to you what they said is they didn't charge me a penny and the idea was it's growing the game mm-hmm. two little girls who just want to play golf be with dad ride around hit a few shots every so often Perfect. Right. And and I, to me, even, I don't even mind them charging like, like, I don't even know how you'd call it because you can't call it a junior rate because that implies like people, like kids that are 13 that are studs, uh, like, like a rider's fee. I don't even mind them doing like five, 10 bucks. I'm not it, even, because cool what dad is not going to, is not going to say like, yeah, if that's what it's going to cost for him to ride in the car for me. But like he was up here um, and, and Try, I was I was calling places trying to get a time, and I was explaining this situation to them, and they were like, "Like we don't do that." Like they were going to charge him a complete golf fee, and I was like, "He's not golfing." They're like, "Well, he's riding in the cart, so he's a golfer." And I was like, "Okay, but he's he's riding the cart, but he's eight, and he's not a golfer. He just wants to spend time with his dad." And it, it was just like so for me, I kind of wrap. To kind of wrap this around, like like playability is like getting, accessibility get, to the golf accessibility course. to the golf course. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's not playability; it's accessibility. Yeah, no, I like. I think that it makes it more clear in terms of understanding what you meant by playability. And and this is this is why we're doing this. We're hashing this out. Like this is the point of this. So um, so that's why. And then I had the golf course, which you wanted to put in there, like the golf course separate. Like, do you see all the bunkers? Are there like 
are the like the details of the course as well as like the scene yeah, the architecture the architecture right so i have i had those separate but again like just calling it something different is uh, do you have more still um i do i wrote this in because this is my background um i have bag drop slash parking lot experience <laughs> and I don't I know that that's more like a like you roll up to a country club and like someone takes your bag but I do also know like there's some places um I don't can we, like, can we make can we make it like I I don't want it to get to the point where there's so many right no I, and I, I think it, I think if you wrap it up at the golf course and rate it there and then if mm-hmm. you want to add some miscellaneous notes at the bottom and say hey listen I had a good experience with the shoe attendant inside. I had a good experience with with the bag drop professional. Mm-hmm. I had a great experience with the with the ranger. If you want to add those tidbits in there because you had a good experience or even a bad one for that matter. Right. Then you could. But I think if we start listing out a gazillion things, a lot of work for a gym teacher. It is well, so I like so again, you got two educators. We're coming up with a rubric, uh, you know, live, live time right now, and like, is that a way, like a like a miscellaneous to give bonus points or to take points away? Is that what you is that what you're envisioning, or just like notes that like we just can kind notes. of add in? Okay, just notes because this way it doesn't. This way, you may not have anything for ten courses in a row. You may have something for four in a row. Right. But I just think having like a little notes section at the bottom, if you want to dabble with that area you can okay um, but i don't think we need to get to the point where i'm rating the, that's not the, something that i that take like one. big um like that wouldn't be out of 10 that might be out of like three but but like there's some courses where like i feel like the parking lot it like setup is chaotic and the and the bag drop is nowhere near the pro shop or perfect that's perfect then for the note Okay. Just be just be prepared. Parking lot, terrible. Okay. And then then we can share that information out when when you design this beautiful template with the Drop Podcast logo on there and everything, and we can start handing out report cards in a sense. Okay. And I mean, it's kind of our background. So I mean, so this this like uh, you know I do this with my classes where we like peer review each other, and it's it's. I showed Mike, it's just a drop-down box that's like out of 10, out of 4, out of 5, like whatever, and then it just adds it up. So that's kind of what we're going with here. Just And the goal is to get to 100, correct? I think the goal should be perfect. to get to 100 because, like, you know, 100 is, you know, the standard human societal. Um, well, I think it's perfect. It wraps up into our background. We're educators. 100 is an A+. 100 is what everybody strives to get. Right. So we can all wrap it in there. I like it. Uh, but I will. I will I'm, ask you. I will ask you this one question. Before you upon, say that, I will say I. I'm one of those weirdos that likes to like be in round numbers. So if we're not out of a hundred, the only other one we could be is out of fifty. Yeah, no, it's out of hundred. <laughs> it's, it's either out of a hundred or ten. That's it. Okay, no, hundred's the number. Because again, I think we, we could tie this whole. We could wrap this bow up right with that because of our backgrounds. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. If I were to ask you, what is the number one thing that matters most to you when you go play a golf course? The number one thing. No ifs, ands, or buts. It needs to what? I think it's the golf course. Don't get me wrong. I like to go into a pro shop and have it 
you know, have that experience be awesome. They're a big selection of of uh, of clothes. I, I'm a big guy. Like, not all the time do I walk into a pro shop and find something that fits me. Um, in which case, I will ridicule those courses for being sizists. And that's that's uh, like that's always a good experience. Like that, you want a good experience there. But ultimately. You know, and, and everybody likes a beer afterwards or a nice halfway house or like all those things are important features. But ultimately, why did you go play there today? Because of the golf course. And I think that's that's the thing that is hands down the most important part in a, in a rating system. So I, right. I, so then I would say I would say that needs to be the biggest category mm-hmm. in terms of points that we can hand out okay? because I, I, I agree with you. I, I, I would probably even be a little more specific in terms of things like to me, the putter, the, the putting greens and, and the greens itself, mm-hmm. like that is it for me. Like, I'll be honest with you. One of the questions I always ask this time of the year is like, are your greens aerated? Because I don't like the fact that sometimes courses will still charge you a full normal greens fees and the greens are all plucked. I I don't like that. I, I, that's a, actually a pet peeve of mine that you're not going to lower the price even though you just punched the holes in there. Or you don't notify the public that you're doing it because the average Joe like us, we don't know. So as a golfer with a background in golfing, that is one of my main questions I ask people because, frankly, the fairways could be blah. The, 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 the tee boxes could be hairy. The rough can be overgrown. But I'm telling you what, if I can roll the putter – on a great looking green, it, it covers all the blemishes in my eyes mm-hmm. because to me, that is what I remember the most. Like the greens, man, those greens were perfect. And I think back to today, like obviously the golf course was well-maintained, cut, everything was nice, but the greens again were beautiful. And I, and I think that like something else with that, I think the practice green and the like the speed of the practice green and the speed of the greens is always something that I especially at like a public track that's getting a lot of play is something I'm always weary about too like you go to the practice green and like oh they're a little slow you know or they're a little fast and you get to the you get to the course and like they didn't cut them at the same time like they just like they didn't roll them or they cut them and didn't roll them or like whatever it is yeah, to, to, to that point, I, I would love to know if there's a superintendent or an outside operations person listening right now. Like to Ryan's question right there, are there times that or is it a common practice to not always roll or cut the putting green, the practice putting green the same way you would do a normal one through 18 screen? So is there a reason why that that happens more often than not or does it just come after all the greens get cut? And if you've out early, you're not going to get to see the, the, the thing firsthand in terms of what the speeds are like. So I think that's a great question. If, if there is a superintendent out there listening, maybe you could shoot us a DM, uh, an email and say, hey, listen, here's why the putting green, the practice putting green can sometimes be slower than one of the normal holes greens itself. Right. My thought was always like just people are walking on the practice putting green more. You know, like, again, not everybody is as is as detailed orientated as you or I. Where like, I'm not going to necessarily like, I'm gonna I'm gonna warm up with some putts, or I'm you know, 
there's people standing there that are just standing on the green and and it just gets more wear and tear. So that might be the reason, but if that's the reason, uh, you know, let us know. Love to know. Yeah, yeah, love to know. Love to know. Um but I think those I think the those specific ones that you laid out are solid. Okay. Are, are solid. And and I think it's just finding a way to come up with an even 100 points and and coming up with a little rating system. Okay. And and, and I think as we play being no, you know, we could even post something after we're done, or the following week, or whatever the case is, and say, hey, "Listen, you know, this week we played Blue Heron Pines, we played Scotland Run, we played these different tracks, and here's our grade." Mm-hmm. You know, we don't need to break it down by category unless someone asks for it, or that's what you guys want. But we can just give it an overall. You know, yeah. give it an overall. Again, something I'd I'd like to uh, I'd like to say now and and i'll kind of get to it we we got a website it's it's done by google so it's a long url it's not like the dropgolfpodcast.com it's um you know it's a google site but it's it's all over um it's on our instagram it's on our twitter um it's on our youtube i believe so it's uh it's there linking all of our stuff but eventually what i'd like to do is i'd like to get this rating system up and have it say Blue Heron Pines, give it its total score, which we'll know is out of 100, and then put any kind of like comments or like, you know, that miscellaneous section so that we have this like running um, tab, so to speak, of, of golf courses that we've, that we've rated and, and played. Yeah, I like um, that. I like that. Yeah. Um, all right, so golf course, out of 10... Out of twelve, out of fifteen, out of twenty. Out I, th- of... I, I, I think that's got to be the most. I honestly, I'm saying that's out of twenty. Okay. I do. You know, I think it's. I think it's the most important thing. I, you know, I, I, I it's got to be out of twenty. Okay. Um, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going with your question to me. What is your then next most important, rather than? Rather than go to like the bottom of it, because because again, like maybe maybe people don't care about um, like the cost of it or or not the cost, like the golf carts. Maybe you're a person who walks, so that doesn't matter. I get that, but for one thing, I like having that in there. I think it needs to be a grade because you know some of them have super old carts where like the battery wears out on ten and you're stuck far away, or the GPS. We'll come we'll come back to those. But like that one might only be out of four. I got that. Let's stay like with the most important things. Like golf course, I think was obvious. But what is your next thing that you're looking for? And and I think I know what it is. But I'm I'm gonna ask anyway. What is what is that thing for you? That's like the like I'm going to the course for the course or this. Do you have a guess? I do. Yeah. What is it? Do you have the answer? No, hundred percent. Okay, I think it's the practice facility. Nope, you're wrong. Oh. And that's, that's it. See, that's the one thing that you're learning. It's pace of play. It's pace of play, and I'll explain why. Well, before you do, you just talked about the greens and all that kind of stuff. So that's why I was going there. Right. Well, yeah, because I think about the golf course, and, and the greens are the most important thing to me. Mm-hmm. To me, the next thing is pace of play. I think we all can agree that nothing is more awful when you pull up to the first par three and you got two other carts there waiting, 
it ruins the whole flow. It ruins any type of rhythm you have. It ruins any good vibes you got going. If you just made a great putt or a good birdie, a great par save, a great up and down for bogey, so you avoided the double. Like you pull up to that par three, and there's multiple carts there. Everybody is not happy at that point mm-hmm. because now it's early in the round. You're feeling good. You want to get out there. You're excited about playing, and now we're waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're waiting. There's nothing more frustrating than nothing. I'd even say that. Like, there's some people that like wait on par fives because they want to go for two on it. That's that's not necessarily what we're talking about here. That's not a pace of play thing. It's the waiting on a par three, you know, or waiting on every tee shot on a tee shot. Every tee shot because the because the group in front of you greens clear, but they're just getting to their balls in the fairway, and and then you're waiting a few minutes here, a few minutes there, and eventually you're just. You know, case of play, up. huge. I, I also, so that's my second one as well, because I have, I have been known to to not deal well with pace of play, uh, and and I'm gonna leave that there that I don't deal well with slow play. Yeah, and and I, <laughs> and I think that's something that people are starting to come around to. Like, it's ready golf. It's ready golf. If you're ready to go, right, you fire away. You fire away, and it's not who's our, it's not the traditionalist of like oh nope you're three yards behind me you go first like no no maybe you're still deciding you're waiting for a club your buddy's got the cart in a different area you got all your sticks ready to go well fire away the cart in a different area part's the one that gets me like if I'm if I'm left side and you're right side it doesn't matter who's far like who oh you're a little bit far like yeah let's play like you, you and I like it's not a tournament like like I said we like to play ball and hole and that's that's great. Like, I think that's something that, like, I've started with my friends in the last couple of years. They're not always, like, into it. And there's times where, like, I know I'm out there to do more drinking and hanging with my friends than I am to play. Different different situation. But on the whole, it's ball and hole. But I'm not in a tournament. Like, we can, like, hey, you're, like, my decision to hit a shot is not based on you two feet in front of me. Totally agree. Did we finish it? Yeah, I, you know, I think I think you were wrapping it up. Okay. But yeah, I think I think pace of play is is clearly number two. You and I both agree. And I think my question to you ends up being: Is what what are you giving it? How many points out of what? So uh, again, like in in a in trying to get, so we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's nine categories here. In trying to get to a hundred, like we may have to do some adjusting. Um, but I think it's like maybe courses one out of 15. Um, I think, I think pace of play is, is out of at least 12, probably 15. Okay. A little higher than I would have said. I probably would have said 10, you were but like 10? I, I would have said 10. I, I just, so like, so we could go out of 10. And then, like I said, I think we can, we're, I guess we can adjust if we come along. If I we think, figure out, we, I think that's going to have to happen at some point, especially if we're going to go out of a hundred for these. I think that that's kind of the. So I mean, I, then then I no offense, I, I would be even fine with going golf course if you want to say thirty, and then you want to say pace of play is fifteen. I'm not against that either. I think yeah. there's that, I think those I, two. I feel like those that's two too high, but let's go. Let's go. I'll go one out of ten, like you had said. Okay. All right. What's uh, your number three then? If if we said golf course, then we went 
pace of play was for me it comes down to either the practice facility like again the putting green and and things like um like the size of the putting green how many holes are in the putting green um and and like the overall practice area like is it a grass driving range or are you hitting off mats is there a practice area where you can hit off sand like so many public courses have like a no chipping policy so is there a spot where you can work on chipping and like even if you're just going to go practice like like that's that i feel like is is important the, the practice facilities but don't get me wrong like like a nice a nice view of a of the you know after the round having a having a drink in the clubhouse what kind of drink is it? Is the food like I don't think the the menu and that kind of thing needs to be overdone, but it just needs to be done right. Um, like what's the view like? I think that's important. Like if you're sitting on a porch, what are you looking at? Like there's nothing better. Uh, I still remember I played True Blue. It's down in uh, you know Pauly's Island in Myrtle Beach, and the 18th hole it's kind of like this dog leg left there's water over it but on the right hand side is the clubhouse and it's just like it's an enormous deck that overlooks the 18th hole so as you're walking up there there's people that finish their round that are like it's like you got a gallery and like uh, punters yeah like when you finish on number two on the 18th hole at number two and everybody's sitting in the adirondack chairs and if you make a good shot they're there you hit a bad one they boo you it's it's a great experience i i I totally get that. I get that. So I think that's really cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I like I could sit at a place like that and just bet dollars on that. There's no chance that guy's hitting the green and just like, you know, go through, you know, a, a few drinks and and a few dollars. That like that's a good time to me too. So uh, so to me, the next the next two, I think I'm gonna put them at the same rating. I think that that's what we have to do. And those are the two for me. I don't know if they are for you. So you're saying like the practice facilities along with the clubhouse slash 19th hole. Yeah. Like those are, those are three A and B for me. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I can agree with that. And I, also- and, and I think, I think, you know, I, I guess for me, I, you know, the, I would personally probably say the practice facility is a little higher rated, but I also know that. That's why it's three A. Yeah, and I, but I, I can also see like it's kind of makes the aura of finishing on the 18th hole with everybody around like a little more, a little challenging, a little fun. And, and there's no doubt if you have an extra 20 or 30 minutes to, to grab something at the end of the round and you could sit up there and watch somebody, it, it does create a little bit of, of fun up there. Right. So I, I totally can see that being a, a 3B. That like and, 19th and hole. Even yeah. the same point system. I think those two could be. Two ten pointers right yeah, there. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I also like it doesn't necessarily be like how to like it could be the like the stuff that's included in there is like the beer selection, the cocktail selection, the the food. Like some places you go to, they got a big menu. It's like you're at a diner. They do nothing good, whereas other places they do, you know, uh, like a chicken sandwich, a burger, a hot dog, and then there's like like maybe something else. You got fries, you got you know, a couple of, but like they do it right. I'd much rather have the place that has the good food, both limited, like limited options, as opposed to I have all these options. Um, 
So like that's in that's involved in it too. It's not just like not many public courses have that overlooking. You're getting a drink after watching people come in, kind of look. Yeah, and I, and I guess to kind of, I definitely think that's three A. I definitely think that's three B. And I think you probably in three C before you even get to the next level. Mm-hmm. I I truly think you probably can put the cost in at three C. Yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree to that whatsoever. I, I do think those three probably, after those top two, it's going to probably be hard to argue one over the other mm-hmm. in terms of like, do does it have somewhere I can warm up? Does it have somewhere I can hang out after? Is it not going to break the bank? Right. And I think those three, which is why I could see that being all tied in together, carrying value. I do. I, I just think that those three probably... Well, yeah, I'd like to play. What does it cost? Oh, can I warm up beforehand? What about after? Can we get something to drink real quick, like one beer and out? Like I, I think those three are in in you know simpatico. So uh, yeah, I, and uh, you just brought up this point, and like if I'm going to a place and I'm going to pay a hundred bucks, I want to have uh, like I do want to be loose. I want to be stretched. I want to be loose. Like I don't want to come in come in dry. Just like hey, I'm just going to roll out and go. So like. That I think, like they also play off each other, the cost and the practice and the practice facility. Or you might be willing to pay that hundred dollars for a round and know, like, all right, we're gonna play this round in four hours, be done at lunchtime, and then and then let's grab lunch and like let's have another, like let's grab beer, you know. Yeah, grab, I, I do. I think those are three A, three B, three C in that order, with them all being whatever you want to give them value in terms of finding a way to get to a hundred. Mm-hmm. And, and I think ultimately the point system won't matter because I think the way it sounds like we're going with this is kind of like a tier based system. You got the top of the pyramid being the golf course then you got two and three kind of like a little bit underneath that. And then you're getting to the bottom where it's like you, you can, it'd be nice, but if it didn't have it, it's not make or break. Right. Do you get where I'm going with that? I, I totally do. Yeah. Because I think that's when I started looking at the rest of the things on there, like accessibility. Yeah, that's probably that's probably number four. That's probably number four. Like, can can we get on more or less? Like, you know, we would like to play. Is it, you know, I would think that that's got to be number four ahead of a halfway house and ahead mm-hmm. of the pro shop. Yeah. So to me, like, if I'm looking to plan my week out and I got Sunday's going to be beautiful and I got you know, I'm open. Can I look a week out and say, can I get on this spot? And most of the time, you sh- if you should be able to find a spot that you want to play a week out in advance, mm-hmm. I can't foresee that being a problem. Right. Now, if it is, then, then it is a problem. Mm-hmm. Or it speaks to where we're trying to go. Right, exactly. I was just going to say, it, it's not necessarily a problem for a place like Hominy Hill where like when that Saturday opens a week before – uh, I'm not calling anybody. I'm not saying there's anything fishy going on there, but those early tea times go very quickly to people who seemingly would not be great at the computer. So I'm not sure how it how they they open they up. Like, they but, got you fooled. They got you fooled because behind the scenes they're a master at the computer. <laughs> so that's that's like. That's not a problem for them because they're all booked up every Saturday. They're doing what to every ten minutes, four groups for however many hours, seven to 
seven to five, 10 hours. It, like they're doing all, you know, all of those. And it's, it's difficult to get a time, but that's not, it's not difficult to get a time because you can't get on the website or, or like yeah. nobody's answering the phone. It's that's like, that's the counter of what you were saying. Like there's just, there's a lot of people that want to play there. Yeah. I would say accessibility then is number four. And then, mm-hmm. you know, in terms for me, like five, six, like halfway house, like sometimes they don't even have halfway house because you got the cart girl out there. So, I would say the pro shop is probably rated a little higher because I guess if I'm walking into the pro shop and the guy behind the counter is a little friendly, you know, like, Hey, listen, can I help you with anything else today? You know, let me tell you real quick. Cause I, I think one of the things I've, you know, being a golf nerd that I am, I like to go in there and I'm, I'm a somewhat social person. So I'm always kind of like shooting the shit a little bit with the guy, like of course in good shape. How's it looking? Any, anything that, you know, first time here, anything we should know ahead of time, you know, I kind of like to pick his brain while you're paying because you're mm-hmm. sitting there awkwardly anyway. So let's engage in conversation. So, I would say the pro shop is definitely ahead of the halfway house. Agreed. Um, so I'd put the pro shop five, but then again, I'm not someone who's going into most golf courses and looking for merch. Like I'm not, I'm not buying what's in there. Maybe if something randomly catches my eye, a shirt, something like that, but I can't lie. It's few and far between. So to me, I'm saying the pro shop and having a professional social person back there, mm-hmm who's willing and able to engage in conversation, that would be five. And then six to me is, is the halfway house, cart girl, cart boy, whatever, the cart person, whoever's doing that. Like I'm, you know. Cart situation. Yeah, cart person probably. Yeah. I I would also agree to that. The only – like I have pro shop in there because totally you want to have someone who's friendly, someone who's going to like – you know, I worked with, with this guy at a place and he was always like cracking jokes and like people loved him. It was just like – a it a makes, welcome. It, it is. Welcome. It's super welcoming. But I, I also mean like even if you're not buying stuff, when you walk into a pro shop and it's pretty barren, that doesn't look good to me. Like that and, – and like I'm not talking about like in December and when like they're closing for the next couple months. I'm talking about like in July when they should be full of stuff. And they don't really have a lot of stuff. To me, that that screams of something that is either that doesn't hit my eye right. That doesn't like. Do they care about like what they're trying to push? Is there is there uh, too much stuff? Even when you have a small space, like you want to get all this good stuff out, that, like that kind of stuff is is what I'm is what I'm kind of talking about. It's just like it doesn't actually necessarily have a. Uh, not a point to it, but it doesn't necessarily have like a. You're looking for a little bit of a wow factor. Exactly. Like I can't necessarily put my finger on it, it, but I can see it. I know it when I see it. You know. Yeah. 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 You want to walk in there and say you got you got stuff here. Like it's quality. It's not some rinky dink thing on Mm -hmm. on a wall or on a rack. Like it's quality stuff, and Mm -hmm. and you want to see something in a sense to showcase they're proud of of their facility. Mm -hmm. And like so. Like I don't know how it was at at um, Blue Heron, but like down at Seaview, that that pro shop is humming. Again, I said there's nobody sitting down ever. Everybody's always busy. But like the stuff that they have in there, the variety. I mean, they must have forty different hats. Um, they got sweaters, sweatshirts, long sleeves, 
tons of polos. Like they got a men's and a women's section. They got head cut. Like it's a pro shop that's doing it right, and it's all good stuff. It's not like it's not some kind of like like uh, you're you're getting name brand stuff. You're not getting uh, you know Joe's you know Joe's brand whatever. You're not getting some off brand. I don't want I don't want to knock anybody here. But, no, I, and, yeah. I, and I get what you're saying. You know, Seaview is also a nice big resort too. So it's, no, and, and I get that. And but I, I'll be honest, I, I, when I walked into Blue Heron today, I, I did pick up something off the rack to look at because it was really cool. Yeah, um, it was a nice long sleeve hoodie and with their little logo on it. I, I, so, and I'll be honest, I, I hardly ever do that. So, I'm so right. that's what that's exactly what I mean. You're not even going to buy that, and you know you're not going to buy that. If you do, it's an impulse buy. But the fact that you went in there going, I'm not buying anything, I'm just picking. But you looked and you went, this looks awesome. Yeah, it did. To me, that's what I'm talking about. Like they got great looking stuff. Like the pro there has done a good job in in not only like, okay, polos are, are polos, right? You can have white polos, black polos, blue polos. You can have ones with stripes. But like, does it does it fit in with all the stuff? Like, what's the logo look like? And sometimes that's just given to the pro. But the, like, they have options to do things. And I, I just, I just like to me, that's exactly what you're talking about is exactly what I'm talking about. You walked in saying I'm not buying anything, and you went in and went, this looks awesome. Like, this is a really cool, cool thing. Now, I'm pretty sure that you didn't because it was probably a fifty dollar item, and you're already paying a hundred dollars for the round. So maybe that's why. But it's definitely not for lack of like, Wanted. quote unquote, coolness, right? Yeah. No, listen. I, it, it, again, I, I'm hardly I, buying anything when I go in the pro shop. But I think the fact that it stood out to me that I'm actually going to grab it off the rack and look at it makes me say like, okay, wow, well, you know that that's the wow factor that you you kind of had something that visually, aesthetically, it caught my eye instead of just beelining out of there. I stopped it, looked, and I think that's kind of why I would say the pro shop would be rated, in a sense, higher than the halfway house. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I don't know what else. What else do you have on there? So yeah. you put the pro shop out of ten, out of eight, five, seven. Well, I, I, again, I I guess I'd have to relook at them all in terms of coming up with the exact number. But like to me, it's golf course. And then I'm going pace of play. So it's like tier one, tier two. I, and yeah. three is in a straight line going across. And I got I got the um, practice, clubhouse, 19th hole, cost. 19th hole, cost, all tied together. Sure. And then underneath that, I got the pro shop. And then underneath the pro shop, I got the halfway house slash mm-hmm. cart individual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, that's, and then I'm done. I don't know what other ones I can possibly the, think of. The last thing is the golf carts. Yeah, you're you're gung ho in these golf carts. Are we talking like electric gas? Like yeah, like does, you it, know, does like, it have the rate? Does it have the um, GPS in it? Yes, like, on it. Can you Bluetooth music to it? Like you're you're looking for like a, a souped up golf cart. I'm not. No, no, no. I want to be very clear. I you don't want the care. governor off. You want the governor <laughs> off. You want to be going 35 down the highway. I care more about that than I do like than I do like being able to play music. But you know, like like um, some of those golf carts are like they're they're they don't have enough holes for you to put your stuff. There's not enough cup holders. Like think about when you're riding in a golf cart, especially if you're playing in the morning. You got coffee. 
You got a, a, something to drink. Like you got water there too. That's that's two of your cup holders. Where are you put your rangefinder, uh, extra balls. Um, like everybody has a speaker. I'm not looking for like I like when it has the GPS, but it doesn't have to have a GPS. Cause, okay, uh, uh, can I be a problem solver here? Yeah. Golf balls, we only need one. Good things happen when you think good things. We don't <laughs> want to carry more than one golf ball. We got one golf ball. We're playing with it for 18 holes. There's your there's your solution for the golf ball. There's a 1.2 giving me solution. Okay, so next, the water. Find a water bottle, put it in your bag. Okay, mm-hmm. you got your cup holder for your coffee, your beer, fine. I give you that. What else on the golf cart are we, are we looking for? You're going to put the range finder. Most of us have magnets on it. It's getting magnetized right to the bar. So I, I again, I'm a bigger guy. Again, when I when I build a house, whenever that time comes, my cabinets are going to be a few inches higher than everybody else's because I hate okay. bending down. So I guess my question so goes like, back, me, is the golf like, cart going to defer you from playing there? No, but it's one of those things that's like, again, it might be out of three or four. And it's like, hey, that golf cart... I'll tell you what, it's not going to defer me from playing there, but you know, and, and you're smiling because you know where I'm going with this, you know damn well that when you play it at a place and like that golf cart is awesome, you're like, damn, this golf cart is awesome. Yeah, I get, I guess, but I'm not, it has no bearing. I don't, if I'm leaving the golf course, I guess I'm not saying, wow, that golf cart moved. No, I'm not, again, I'm not saying that this is going to move the needle for whether you play there or not, because... Because I don't think that that is, this is so far down, it's not, uh, it's not a reason why, but I also think it's not nothing. It's, it's not. But then what do you do for the person that hates riding and for them, they're exercising golf is carrying their own bag or using a pull cart. Uh, that's under golf course. I have walkability. Okay. So listen, I, listen, if you want to add that in there, add it in there. <laughs> I think the only the issue I, I would ever have with a golf cart. Okay. Personally speaking, is is if it died. Other than that, like if I have my Yeti, so that's I'm- something. That that's what I'm saying. That's something. That's not nothing. Like so, if they have a super old one, uh, again, I'm not saying the governor has to be off on it. and You can just cruise on it. Like that's not nothing. That um, it's not yeah. huge, but it's it's not a non. Like it's not like oh, the leaves are are. You know, they have pine cones in the forest there. That's a nothing burger. The golf cart is not a nothing burger. It's not defer. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not, it's not something, you, but it's you, not nothing. I'll give you, I'll give you four points max on that. Okay. Max. And that's, that's max. fine. Max. You start sniffing five and I'm about to leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> max. I got one through four. What are you giving uh, Halfway House and Pro Shop? Are you going? So, I mean, listen, I mean, I guess my question is how many points can I have for the golf course? So now, so this also brings me to this. It, if we got to 90, let's say, and I don't know, I, I, it is right in front of me, but I don't know what number we're at. But if we got what to 90, let's say, which we are kind of up there, and, and we got that close, do we want to make a floor? So, like, you get 15 points automatically for being a golf course. Because that's better than being a townhome, like a like townhouses. You know what I mean? Like if we got, well, not 15, but like if we got to 90, do we want to automatically start at 10? Because that's that's where every course is getting at least 10. You could go to some dog, you know, a couple dog tracks around the area that like there's some places. 
Uh, I use this as a joke. I don't, I don't condone fighting dogs. I want to make that very clear. But I do make the joke, like, there's some golf courses that I wouldn't host dog fights at because those courses are such in such terrible condition. I think I think it's got to be out of 100. Right, so that's what I'm saying. So I think we got to well, make... So then you gotta, then you got to tell me where we're at, and I'll tell you where those extra points go. Or what I recommend. Do you need a calculator? Fuck you. <laughs> 10, 22, 32, 42, 52, 72. We're at 76, but we haven't ranked Halfway House or Pro Shop. Okay, so Pro Shop, Pro Shop's got to be out of like 8. And if you're giving the carts 4, then you got to give the Halfway House 4 too. All right. So that's 12. So now what are we at? 88? 4, 8. No, it's not. It's 16. 4, 8, and 8 is 16. And uh, 4, 8, 8 is 16. 28, 38, 48, 58, 68. That gets us to 88. That's what I just said. Totally not. I didn't hear 88. I heard okay. 12. <laughs> so so we're down, we need 12. So we need 12 points. So okay. again, so now this is my point. Hold on. We can do bag drop slash parking lot out of two. That gets us to 90. <laughs> I wish you guys could see Mike's face when I just said that. We're too many things in. I'm telling you, out of the 12, listen to me. I'm saying, and here's, hold on. My proposition now is we got 88. The floor is 12. Every golf course we go to, you're getting you're getting at least 12 points. I'm saying I would take five more, put it on the golf course. I'd yeah, take I, think, five. I think 20 is already too high there. I would take five and I'd put it the pace of play because I think those two things are so, so important to golfers. And I'll give you, and to make a compromise, even though I'm not really one to compromise. <laughs> I'm not looking for charity. But I will compromise, and there's two left. If you want to make your freaking bag drop, parking lot, <laughs> shoe attendant guy, you want to give them two, put the final two in that spot. There's your hundred. Uh, I'll tell you what, you make a good point. Shoe attendant's got to be its own category. And I would love to know the over under that the shoe attendant has had a negative impact on you. Because <laughs> those dudes are easily the happiest, nicest people mm -hmm. I've ever come across. Oh, yeah. I, I've, I've never come across someone. They're always the most helpful. Like, yeah, those are the best people. Yeah. And usually the hardest working at a, at a golf course. Sound like me. 20, 35, 45, 55, 65, 75, 79, 83, 91 we're at. How? Would you say? Oh, because you're not, you're not giving me my five and five? I'm not giving five on a golf course. I'd like 20, 15 for pace of play I went to. What did I say we're at? 93? 91. 91. Again, I'm, I'm good with just like, with just saying everybody gets nine. Then I'd rather say, then I'd rather say 90. And take one extra away from your golf cart. I'm only giving you three on the golf cart now. Okay, and I'm fine. I'm. I'll tell you what. Good with that as well. Okay, that's that's a, that's number two compromise of the night. Let it be known. You only get one more the rest of the month. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, so that equals 90, and just for being a golf course, you get 10 points. There you go. See, I, I like that. and I, I There you go. So now, to recap, let the audience know each one and how many points each one gets. Okay. And I'm going to go top to bottom in our yeah, tier order. Correct. To us, the most important thing is the golf course. We made that out of 20. The next one was pace of play. That's out of 15. The next tier is 3A, practice facility, 3B, clubhouse slash 19th hole, 3C, the cost. Those are all out of 10. The next one was accessibility, also out of 10. That was four. Tier below it, pro shop, out of eight. Six was the halfway house, out of four. And seven was the golf carts. Out of three. Again, I'm I'm totally good. I think three is perfect for golf carts. I really do. I'm actually I'm actually really happy with that compromise. <laughs> well, uh, and that means and, and the golf course itself will get the ten to equal the hundred. Correct. Yep. Because again, let me make sure the math is right before I get yelled at by everybody. Fifteen, twenty-five, thirty-five, forty-five, fifty-five, sixty-five, seventy-five, and three seventy-eight. 87, what did I say, 78, 86, 90. Yep. Perfect. And then what we'll do, what we'll do for everybody in the coming days is we'll put some template together and show it off and, and say, here's our report card. And we'll kind of tie it into everything that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And we'll kind of backtrack this a little bit to, you know, some of the rounds that we've played since we've started this. And we'll kind of backtrack it to, um, Seaview, we'll kind of backtrack it to Scotland Run, we'll backtrack it to Blue Heron Pines, and then from this point on, you know, we'll, when we do our recap, you know, we'll, we'll give the course the rating. Yeah. And, and if you want to know specifically where we put the points, you know, we have no problem doing it, but I think if we just share the overall score, mm-hmm. and then maybe some highlights of it, yeah, I, I think that would be acceptable. I, I So I totally can, again, I can envision what what we want, right? I, I think we've talked about this enough. I think we share the same like idea there on making it like a spreadsheet. And now it's just we need to maneuver Google Sheets enough to get what we're looking for and then make it look appealing when we post it. So I think that's you know the important part to it. I think that's a good recap in terms of, of rating each of the golf courses and, and something that, you know, as we get going, we'll continue to do. Yeah, for sure. I think I think that's – we did some really good work. That's extensive. Uh, again, we're big communicators. If you got a problem or a suggestion or something, let us know. You know, we'll take it under advisement. To kind of just wrap this thing up, we got a lot of good content coming out. Um, I know people are, are subscribing to YouTube. They're, they're listening on Spotify and all the different areas it is. If you or your company have any interest interest in, in being a sponsor or, or, or want to get involved anyhow, listen, shoot us an email, the dropgolfpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to DM us on Instagram or Twitter, the drop underscore pod, by all means, go for it. We're, we're open and willing to talk to people. This thing, I, I think, has a lot of legs, especially from the, the, the feedback and responses that we've gotten so far. So please don't hesitate to reach out in that respect as well. Uh, yeah, for sure. And while you're out there, you know, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We got 
again, we're just getting started, but we're going to be posting more videos out there as this continues to go. Uh, give us a, a subscribe and listen on YouTube. Uh, give us a follow on Spotify, give, and you can listen there, uh, as well as Google Pods, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. And, uh, and those, those are the places you can find us right now. Yeah, and once, once more episodes continue to pop on, on Spotify, we'd love the, the ratings to be clicked on as well so you guys you know, can, can tell us what you like and what you don't like. Um, because, again, the idea here is to, is, is to grow, is to get better, is to two golfers who love to play golf, talk golf, and just want to play golf in the Garden State. And I think what we have going here is, is a really good thing. All right, Ryan, you got anything else? No, I'm all good. All right, drop it over there. Found it. Found it.